Hey everybody, welcome to MindRise. I am your host, Ian Philo. This podcast is designed to help find solutions to everyday mental blocks. Its goal is to provide you with the tools to rise and break through your own barriers. In the game of life, we can be our own worst enemies. I created this podcast in response to my own battles with my mind. Instead of sinking further down, join me to commit to a more positive perception of ourselves and those around us. Alright, hello everybody. Welcome to another episode of the MindRise Podcast. Today is a special day because I have two of my college friends on the podcast with me, Mazer and Andrew. Um, Mazer graduated in industrial design and Andrew, remind me again what you majored in. Was it was it drawing or photo? No, I, 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 origi- I, I, I graduated in uh, photo video. I started off okay. as a drawing major, but then I switched because I didn't like it. <laughs> Okay, well, I'm I'm good. I'm glad that I clarified that instead of just saying that you majored in something you didn't. So yeah, no, it's it's all right. It's all right. <laughs> all right. So yeah, Andrew majored in in photo video. So he's all he's all about that video editing and photography, and is also a musician. So, Indeed. anyways, um, one of the reasons why I have both of them on the podcast today is because we're going to be talking about the creative process. And kind of what that entails. And obviously the creative process is different for everybody. It has a different manifestation depending on what your craft is. Um, we're going to kind of talk about what the creative process means to each each of us on the podcast, our different spin on it. And also talk about some setbacks and talk about artist block and kind of what we do to get through that. And some of the obstacles that we've had to face along the way. So I know for me personally, um, the creative process just kind of, um, we were talking earlier before we started recording, actually, the creative process does kind of um, come in ebbs and flows. It's not always consistent for me. I kind of have to create something and, and start intentionally making something when I kind of get that inspiration or that, that flow from what I'm seeing or viewing online Um, if i don't do that sometimes i get into a mode where it's like almost like i'm forcing myself to create things or be creative and then i just get into a rut and i'm just like why am i even doing this um so i mean that that's honestly one of the we're talking about setbacks that i have personally when i'm trying to be creative it's sometimes i get so um hard on myself for like wanting to be creative and output like hundreds of pieces of work and be like uber productive that I get so inside my head that when I'm not feeling it, you know, I'm trying to force myself to create something that usually doesn't end up well. But I'll kind of let um, Mazer and Andrew kind of speak more to that. Um, so Mazer, again, is one of my friends that I went to college with. Um, he majored in industrial design and he's going to kind of tell you on, uh, tell you about what that means to him. So I'll let Mazer talk because I've been talking for a while already. <laughs> well, thanks Ian for the introduction. Um, yeah, so I graduated with a degree in industrial design. And for those of you who don't know what that is, um, I specifically majored in transportation design. And um, even further specification would be car design. Uh, I was working at Zero Motorcycles as a motorcycle designer. And... Um, with a design degree, it's uh, 
it's it's a totally interesting process for me now because I used to be a painter. I used to paint, and uh, fine arts and traditional mediums were my are my roots. And then I transitioned out of that into uh, more functional sketching and uh, digital. And uh, a lot of my creative process changed as my medium changed. So, um, you know, when Ian, when you talk about the struggles of, you know, starting and trying to be productive and finding that you're kind of falling out of out of touch with your your process and, and getting frustrated, I, I totally get it. Um, I find myself struggling with that a lot. And um, honestly, like uh, the first my my creative process i would say it starts with getting my ass in a chair and start to start just start producing just start sketching something throw a line throw another line and then react to it and then do it again and do it again and you know i find myself going through you know a page or two of shitty sketches before i get to a a good idea and then i start getting into a better idea so you kind of have to warm up let yourself sort of be loose in the beginning and um and then let the juices, creative juices, flow as you as you've started to move along, and you got right. you, you know you got the gears oiled, if you will. Right. And there's there's a reason why it's why it's called a process because that's what it is. You know, you don't just start you know by opening up your tablet or your sketchbook and you know create a finished piece in one go. Like you go through a bunch of iterations and a bunch of drafts, which is why, you know, I'm just kind of it made me think about like. Sometimes I get so, like, ticked off when I see all these people, like, post, like, obviously finished renders. Mm-hmm. And they're like, oh, this is a quick doodle or a quick sketch. I'm like, are you kidding me? Like, <laughs> are you serious, it, man? Like, it I is a little that. bit of a, uh, it, 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 it can be a little bit um, intimidating, like, seeing that sort of thing. And, and I guess that's, I, I, I think that's sort of, it's always, impo- it, it's like a rule, at least a rule of thumb for that I tell myself personally is to never, uh, just to, to never uh, compare myself to anybody because everybody's kind of just going at their own rate. Some people are farther than you, but that doesn't necessarily mean that, you know, they're going to uh, uh, win the same race as you, honestly. I mean, they might not even be in the same race race as you. They, they might, they might be doing that, you know, or, or, yeah, you understand what I'm saying? Yeah, like, like, right. I, yeah I no, right. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't even think there like, is a race. I, not with, not with what art. Was that? I mean, not with the creative process. Is there really a race? Is there a f- end goal that we're trying to reach? Huh? I mean, yeah, yeah, you really honestly can't win at anything when it comes to art. You kind of just you you get better every day. I mean, I I do I do think though that there is a certain level of success that people. Judge. I, I. I think. I. I think some. Some people judge success as almost kind of like the quote-unquote finish line. Like you know how much. You know oh, how, like I've how made much, it. Kind of a thing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. How much have I sold? How much have I done this or that or whatever? I mean, and and even myself, I sometimes I sometimes run into that. Yeah. Uh, that that mindset. I mean, with with like music and everything like that, because music is a highly. Comp- I mean, it's a highly. It's a very highly competitive um market uh especially if you're if you're in like if you're working in a genre that's not necessarily the most popular because i'm 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 a rock and roll musician um and and that's the music that i like to make um but the the market for rock and roll isn't 
isn't what it used to be, kids. Um, kids. But, uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> but it's, old man uh, Drew uh, over but here. No, it's, right, you know. <laughs> but it's it, it 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 and 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 it can be it can be a little bit like again intimidating just to see like you know oh my god this person did this and you know they got a they got a, a a deal with a podcast or they got a deal for this to perform here or whatever and then you look at yourself and you're like well f- am i even gonna oh excuse me <laughs> sorry that's all sorry. good sorry you might have to bleep that out but um you might have to bleep a lot out honestly no I, I'm, I'm gonna try I'll, i'm gonna try i'm gonna try out that i'm gonna try out that sound effect thing i kind of am interested in that yeah totally so, yeah, i think the more we curse to. the more the funnier it gets <laughs> Well, I'll try not to do that again. But that was a very, it was a very organic moment because, because it's like, because that is legitimately what people I'm of passion like, oh. usually do curse. So that's okay. Yeah, no, I'm kidding. It's true. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. But I don't know. Maybe it's true. <laughs> yeah, but well, I, I bet it is. It is. I mean, that is literally what I'm thinking. I'm thinking. Oh, you know, like, oh, oh shoot, like, you know, uh, is do do I even do I even have a future for myself in this? you know, area of, of art or music, because it's like, look at how well other people are doing. But then at the end of the day, it is kind of just that should also motivate you to want to work even harder and, and, and just, just keep doing stuff. Because honestly, that's, that's the name of the game. You have, you've got to continue creating and, and, and making and, and producing just so you can have, because the way, the way it works is, I mean, for the most part, the more stuff that you have out there, the more of a chance that, you know, somebody is going to see what you're doing. And it's better to, I think, I think it, some people might argue, but I think it's better to have a large catalog of quality things rather than to have, you know, just a small catalog of like really good things. Because it's like, you know, what your chances of somebody seeing that, seeing whatever is, it's, it's lower at least I think. absolutely in fact i would even say like having a large catalog of just things i mean you're, you're not going to create everything yeah. that's quality it's just True. it's just the way it is and um so obviously you know edit your stuff out don't put everything online you, you know whatever oh, yeah. it is and i'm not saying you specifically andrew but i'm just saying the audience oh no I, I yeah i know in general yeah, yeah. like <laughs> no, i i, I heavily edit my work because uh, i i and you're right the frustration you expressed with how people are like Oh, I did that in 30 minutes, and it's obviously a finished render. Well, they're they're definitely stretching <laughs> the, the truth, and every now and then I'm guilty of that. I will say, oh yeah, it's just a quick doodle when it's really you know it took me like an hour and a half to actually do it. But <laughs> fake it till you make it, baby. Yeah, it really, it is kind of like you have to fake it till you make it. But I think the other part to that is not just content generation, but experimentation is probably for me. It's that's that's got to be in my creative process. Like I have to mm-hmm. experiment. I have to try new techniques. That's the only way I find myself to grow and develop and get better because that, you know, you, you start getting your bearings in a certain medium. So like for me, digital art is, doesn't come easy. And, um, I think, I think that's a struggle that you feel too, Ian, right? Man, dude, it took me freaking four years to get decent at it. And you want to know the crazy thing, man? Like, like, I, n- like now I finally feel like I have a handle like on digital rendering mm-hmm. at least like that fits my style on Photoshop because like the crazy thing is is that you know like just last year it's like I had like a revelation when it's like they were basically you know telling us to paint and use like the paintbrush tools and 
render a certain way in Photoshop when they taught us in Biomed. Right. You know, like I didn't know I didn't know anything different, so I was like, oh, okay, like whatever. Use airbrush tool a bunch of times and use you know use layer masks for everything. And then it, it, like it wasn't until like I was out of college and I like actually started to play around with like hard brushes and textured brushes and Absolutely. and opacity. I was like I was like holy crap, dude. Like, if I would have known, I was like, if I would have known how to paint like this in college, I was, like, so mad for a minute, too, because I, I even did, like, a skull render that I have on my Instagram, and, like, Dude, I was that like, was if the, I would have known how to, it, it, it was yeah, like, if I would have known, if I would have known how to paint like this, like, in college, yeah, dude, no. I was like, of, of course, after the fact that I'm graduated, I, like, discover all this, and, like, now... Now digital painting is like actually a lot more enjoyable to me, but like, dude, I hated it so much because I I couldn't get a breakthrough. Like, yeah. all mm-hmm. my stuff looked looked like super plasticky, and they they weren't. I was so confused how everyone was getting their stuff to look so like defined and smooth. I was like, what the hell's going on? Yeah, I hear you. So, <laughs> and that's the thing is like when you're in school, you almost they they almost it's not I don't know whose fault it is. I don't think it's anybody's fault. It's just yeah. the pressure. Like I, but I didn't question it. Yeah. I didn't I didn't question anything. And like I don't I guess that that was obviously my own fault, but like I was so like I was so trying to like do everything by the books cuz that's very much of what biomed was, you know? Yeah. Like like adhering adhering to all the rules and it wasn't until I found out there's an alternative way to paint. I was like, "My lord." Like, oh, I hear you. <laughs> it's it's amazing. It, it really is amazing. It, it, it's amazing how much we actually seem to learn at, like outside of college. Like I actually feel, I actually feel like, and this might just be me as a, me being a horrible student because I was, but, <laughs> um, but like I, I, I ended up learning a lot more things after I got out of college because I kind of, I kind of had, I kind of had, a, I kind of had like the seeds of what they were trying to teach me in college already planted. And then when I was actually implementing it into work that I enjoyed, I was like, Oh, wait a minute. Like I see what they were going for now. For sure. Um, because like, I mean, I, I, I only really started to understand create like the importance of the creative process my senior year. And it was like, uh, because, uh, because I mean, before I, I, they basically, it felt like I, it felt like I was given a bunch of assignments that I didn't really have much of an emotional connection to. Um, Dude, until, yes. Oh my yeah. gosh. There are so many. <laughs> the crazy thing is, is like, like I enjoyed biomed a lot. Don't get me wrong. Like, yeah. I think the part, I think the part of it that I enjoyed the most was like the figure drawing classes and understanding like, well, like yeah, there the were nude people like, in there. Oh well, yeah. <laughs> but, but <laughs> Not not for that reason, but, no, I, but know, I, I just I really enjoyed like drawing like the figure and the superficial muscles and skeleton. But like, dude, a lot of the stuff like when it for me personally, you know, when it came to like like the organs and all like the micro microorganisms and macroorganisms, I just it wasn't interested in it, man. Like, yeah, I mean, you like my whole thesis was was literally like a series of portrait paintings tied to like medical illustration. It's like. I just didn't have an interest in it, man. And it was just yeah. weird, uh-huh. like, how that ended up turning out. Well, that's... You, you never know how... Oh, I'm sorry. No, no, go ahead. I was just going to say... Yeah. I was just going to say, you never know how it's going to turn out, <laughs> you know? You're right. I mean, it's a lot... Yeah, it's hard to get attached to projects um, when you're in college because you have to... You're more right. often, you know, doing things that you don't want to do than you really want to do. And um, it's right. I mean, you're right after college you have the freedom to kind of do whatever you want and 
that allows again like i said allows for room for experimentation to mess up and try again because no one's there's no deadline there's no time limit to like i gotta get this done by tomorrow exactly no pressure no one's judging you if you Mm -hmm. mess up you don't have to post it online you don't have to show it to people if you don't like it yet so that's and that's what i really you know appreciate about the creative process if you will is like you're you're going to continue to you know rut over it until you figure until you finally feel comfortable enough to put it out in public so yeah mm-hmm. I, w- I would say definitely like experimentation is a key key component in in, in the creative process i i also kind of want to kind of add to that um you were talking about experimentation and like putting and 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 like public or yeah we'll say like putting stuff out yeah like your workout and everything like that i i i also i i i i learned i learned this i learned this kind of myself with because because my i'm i'm in a i'm in a rock i'm in a a band called the screaming eagles um and it's uh and and we we've released an, an, uh, an album already it has eight original songs on it um and a lot of and 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 a lot of i mean i guess what i'm trying to say is like i'm learning that exp- you kind of have to experiment with putting your stuff out there in general just as much as you have as just as much as you have to experiment with creating stuff during the creative oh, process absolutely. That's a good because point. I'll, I'll be honest with you that 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 album that we that we that we've released uh, titled "Let the World End" if anyone's interested. Um, <laughs> but uh, uh, that album is I, I can't listen to that album. It's probably in all the years that in all the years that I've been doing music because I've I've been I've been uh, I've been recording and performing since I was like sixteen, um, and I'm still nowhere. No, um, but. Uh, uh, <laughs> but uh, um like like that that album that album that we released it's one of the best like recording projects i've ever actually been a part of um but even still there's there's uh, part of me is a perfectionist but part of me also understand what is the in the industry standard and i listen to that record to that album and i almost cringe because i i i hear i hear things that c- definitely could have been improved upon um but i at the same time i also do realize the importance of putting stuff out there and and how it 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 can uh and how it ultimately uh determines your um determines how who you become as an artist because quite literally you could be spending you know five years on the same eight songs or the same eight drawings or the same eight whatever and you'll end up having nothing to show you'll you'll have you'll end up having only eight drawings to show whereas you could have somebody who releases you know eight drawings each year and while some might be better than others you'll still be building that catalog along the way and you'll also be able to look back at your past mistakes and be like okay i learned not to do this with not to do this thing with that project so now in future project projects, I'm going to be, you know, be sure to keep that in mind and use what use what I've what I've messed up on to, you know, create just better work in the future. That's a great. So, point. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Consistency is definitely important. I know for me, um, for my job, because I, I work a full time job that 
isn't really related to art or anything. I'm just kind of in that. I, I even made a podcast on. It. I, I'm kind of on in this this area of my life where I'm using my day job to sort of fuel my artistic endeavors. Where it's yeah. like, you know, like like I like my job. It's a cool job. You know, I'm not gonna lie, but it, it doesn't really have anything to do with art. But I, I'm almost like using that to like fund, you know, myself and my yeah. like my living expenses and just to be creative. So like. In a way, it's kind of weird. In a way, it kind of, like, it puts the pressure off of me to, like, like oh, like, I have all these deadlines. I have to do this. I have to do that. Whereas, like, I'll get more freelance work and commissions, and it will kind of be, like, more lax because, like, I have that income from, like, my day job that isn't related to art. So that's kind of been an interesting thing. And lately, because I've been working so much, I've been having to, like, wake up, like, at 6 in the morning just because, like, I've been working overtime and like by the time I get home, I'm just like so burnt out. So it's like, Mm -hmm. I've had to like, I've had to physically force myself to wake up earlier. So like I can channel my creativity and like create stuff or just make anything because before like it it was just so hard and I was not motivated. And then like, I just have all these projects that I started and never got finished. And then it would just make me feel like even more worse about anything. So Oh yeah, I hear you. I mean, I'm I'm kind of I'm pretty much coming into that same boat at this point because my yeah. last day at zero is this Friday, and after that I have no like secure job. There's no steady income coming in, and at some point right. I'm gonna have to uh, get another job that may not have anything to do with art, just so I can fuel uh, and fund my creative endeavors. So, but I mean, honestly, dude, uh, don't even don't even question it. I know it's difficult. I've done it for a little while before I got, uh, uh, you know, my bearings in the industry. So, you know what, it, it, it sucks. It really does. But I think that's part of the, part of what I enjoy about the process is grinding after grinding. Like when you're tired, you're creating something completely different, you know, like the, for example, yeah. I'll tell you a little story. And this, this is something I, uh, discovered much later. I think after I graduated, I realized this, but when I was in car design in college, they would, you know, the people that would sponsor our projects were, were from General Motors or Chrysler or, you know, people that were coming, it, it, you know, to our school that were actually professional, industry professionals. And they would say one thing all the time is sketch, 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 sketch till you're, you know, in three, until you're at three o'clock mark in the morning, until you're four o'clock mark in the morning. And I never understood why. I never understood the, the, the reason why they said to sketch that late into the night and i finally understood why and the reason is when you're when you go to school all day and you come home you eat and you take your time off and you get back into that work zone you're gonna you're gonna spend two three four five hours however many hours it takes for you to really get tired and then you're gonna push yourself even further after that and what's gonna happen is you're gonna stop thinking about what you're sketching or what you're creating and you're gonna let the emotions sort of take over you're gonna let you're going to let the, uh, for me, like it was the hand, right? You're going to stop thinking about yeah. what you're sketching. You're going to let the hand sort of just do its thing. And it's until you get to that point of, I can't think anymore. I'm too tired. I'm just going to do whatever. You're not really creating anything juicy. You're not really creating anything, mm. you know? So Dude, it's, I, I, I look up to you for that. Cause I, I don't know if I don't, uh, you probably know this, but like 
everyone in Biomed was always, like, so ticked off at me, because I was, like, the one person in, like, my entire class that, like, never pulled all-nighters, just because I valued uh, oh, sleep dude, I... so much. You were smart then. You were you definitely so smart, like, Yeah. Yeah, but it's, like, I, I'd like to get to that point. Like, I have been... I have stayed up, like, till 2 in the morning doing stuff before. I've never, like, sketched all the way through the night. Mm-hmm. But it's, like, I'd like to get to that point more often where I'm just, like... Like, I don't even care if what I'm making is, like, quote-unquote good or not. I'm just in the zone listening to music or a podcast. And, like, that's all that matters. Because it, it was a hard line to ride between, like, being eternally tired and, like, falling asleep at your desk. It or, sucks. Like, people you hate know, you for it. <laughs> yeah, people hate you for it. Like, oh, come on, you're, you're terrible. You're fa-. Like, for me, people, my other professors hated me because I was sleeping in their class. But, you know what? Pass out. Like, I'm trying, to, I'm trying to douche in here. I'm trying to get a job that, afterwards. That culture always like really pissed me off. I mean, I I never really had to deal with with any of that in photo because photo was lax and nobody was ever in the studios to begin with. Um, but when, whenever whenever well, Mazer, you would tell me you would tell me you would tell me about uh about about how brutal people were about people who were like sleeping and and doing crap. But it's like at the end of the day, it's like yo, we're we're kind of human beings that need to like we we right. need to function if you know what i'm saying like i i've just dude there there was that always you know, seemed toxic to me but <laughs> there 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 was a minute where uh where mazer had so much lack of sleep he looked like christian bale from the machine no. no i'm just kidding <laughs> i think i remember that actually <laughs> his his butt was his butt was falling off and everything yeah my ass literally <laughs> fell off my <laughs> I couldn't even sit down to sketch anymore. <laughs> oh my god! Because like I, I think I think I don't know. I mean, did, did anybody? There, whenever when any when any when anybody got like made fun of for sleeping, did anybody ever like like snap? Did anybody just like cuss anyone out for like doing that crap, or was that just unheard of? No, nobody really like nobody. Well, so people made fun of pe- people falling asleep. Like, there's a whole page on Instagram. Of oh, I remember. Yeah. yeah, like I'm on ID that page. I would, I would have... <laughs> I'm like, I got some of the best yeah. ones on that page. I got caught sleeping <laughs> so many times, and people, uh, people took photos and put them on, and it, they're funny. Yeah, I don't take offense to it. Mazer would just, Mazer would just straight up pass out at my house, man. <laughs> oh, dude. Oh my god, yeah. I was the worst at that. I'm sorry. Like, I, I didn't want you to think I was being like boring or. Or being rude if I fell asleep yeah, while you were talking, I'd just be like, "Gone." But no, no, nobody really snapped for uh, making fun, like being made fun of for falling asleep, except maybe one or two people. Because, like, I think I'm thinking if I'm like if I'm tired, if I'm like really tired and I'm not in the mood, I would I would I would have told I would have had a, a lot of I feel like I would have went off on somebody and like to the to the point where they would have just been like. Oh shit! Not like I mean, people why is did this guy that. being such a prick, but like more like it was usually okay. it was usually during critiques. Like if somebody's somebody was getting yeah. their ass handed to them during critique, and oh, yeah. they hadn't slept in like a week, or maybe they averaged an hour of sleep per night. Yeah, that week, they wouldn't really take the critique too well. I mean, there were a couple of in- instances where you yeah. know the the guys would well one or two guys actually just flat out spoke their mind during a critique and, and and you know and that's when professors and the and the you know um the critique cr- critics if you will then they would yeah. back down and be like all right yeah this guy's on the edge we're just gonna we're just gonna move on but now. i think it <laughs> i think that's important though because it's 
I mean, there, there, there were a lot of times during critiques where I, or I, I mean, I, and there was no way in hell that I was on the edge as some of these, the, the people in industrial design or, or any of the other majors for that matter. But I mean, everybody has their limit, Yeah. but there were some times where like, you know, you did, uh, okay. Cause for people who at home who, who don't know, like basically the way the the way that our school was like structured, it was structured around like critiques. All right. Um, and you, you, the, the teachers and the students would essentially, you would present your work and you would get critiqued about it. Um, and some could, some days were better than others, but you know, if it, you, you could be, you could be up working all night on something and it, and, and, you know, you could either be proud of it or not proud of it. And then you would literally get your ass handed to you the next morning. And that does something to you. At least it, it would do stuff. To, it, would, it would do something to me because I, I would like, I would, I would, I would, I would, I would be told all this, all this, this crap and, and talked shit to uh and i and and i would i would essentially shut down there was one time where i literally didn't know what to say and i just i stared down my teacher like he just like he he said something to me and i was i just was like i was in disbelief i like held my breath and i just looked him dead in the eye and then he like and then he then he he turned around and like he, he he screwed off somewhere because he was just like I I I don't know what he was thinking, but I I just had it at that. He point. was like, "Yeah, this, like, this dude's about to kick my ass. I'm gonna." Just gonna I, I was going to. I was I was I I was heated. <laughs> heated. <laughs> well, if you know, you know. If you know, you know. Right. Sorry. <laughs> and I don't know if you know this, but this is uh, this is we'll, we'll we'll tell you off off the record what that is from. Mm-hmm. Was it? It's from like a like a movie or something. No, it's a real life thing. A, a very real it's life very, thing. It's a very CIA thing. A, a very much oh, of Lord. just people being dramatic when they really didn't. Need they to didn't be. need to be dramatic. Yeah. <laughs> we'll keep it at that. We'll just we'll just we'll just yeah we'll we'll tell you off the record what this is from. It's it's hilarious. <laughs> yeah, I hear you though. I mean, critiques got they were rough, but at the end of the day, like. You know, so here's here's a here's another anecdote. Um, at some point during my senior year, I was told that I wasn't going to make it into the car design industry, and I remember you telling me this. Yeah, continue. Yeah, it was yeah. it was devastating. I mean, you know, it's like well, like oh, one of your one of your professors told you that. Yeah, well, professors and the people that would sponsor us, the industry professionals, they were like, "Yeah, look, you're good, but you're not. You know, you're not going to cut. You're not going to make the cut just because." You're, gro- you're not design friendly. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, not designerly or whatever. Yeah. Like, no, they were, yeah. they were like, you're, you're good, but you're not, um, the rate at which you're growing is, is it's going to take you a while to get into the industry. And what they were really trying to say was, um, it, it wasn't to be mean to me. It was more or less to say, Hey, listen, if you're looking to get a job right out of college, because we know that you're going to have student loans and all these bills that are going to pile up on you, maybe consider switching your path. That way you can at least end up with a job so you can support yourself and stuff like that. And, you know, when you're, you know, when you're not sleeping and when you're a college student, you're poor and you're working late nights, you're taking things a little bit, you're not, you're not taking things the right way. You're, 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 you're seeing a lot of negative in what's being said and not enough positive. But, uh, when they did say that at what it did to me was it made me say, you know what? Screw it. I may not make it, but it doesn't matter because, at the end of the day, I still like what I do and I still want to continue doing it and I'll keep progressing in it. And just because 
they said they didn't want me or they they said that I couldn't make it doesn't mean everybody thinks that. You know, there's so many car design studios out there. There's so many OEMs. Like, doesn't matter what General Motors thinks. And this again, this is not the crap on General Motors. They're fantastic folks. I loved working with them, and it's a, it's a great company. I'm just saying that um, you for those that are struggling out there, trying to figure out whether they're good enough or not, don't worry about it. Keep producing what you're producing. Mm-hmm. Somebody out there yeah, thinks you're I good think, enough. I think that's that's definitely something I've had to face when it comes to my creative processes because I kind of, I don't know, I, I kind of like was a bit of an outlier when I was in biomed just because like everyone on multiple occasions was like, like, oh, like, you know, a lot of your work is like, has a really nice like painterly or like illustrative touch to it. Like, why didn't you go into like painting or illustration? I was like, geez, I don't know, you know, because I wasn't producing content like the Rebecca Contes or the Weston's the wolves or you know the toms like it wasn't like super hyper hyper realistic to the point where like everyone was putting a cma ribbon on it or something so so like that was just like kind of tough for me and then like finding out after the fact like a lot of us still um from our class just like finding out like oh yeah like if you really kind of want to be more marketable you kind of have to go back and get your master's or you kind of have to take all these other classes and get, you know, more, more like skilled at 3D or animation if you really want to like get your foot in the door for biomedical illustration. So like that's been something that's been really hard for me to kind of like swallow and figure out and deal with. Not to say that I don't have time to still learn those things if I wanted to. I mean, I do, but it was just kind of tough, like especially for my major, like understanding all that. And I've had conversations with couple of the a few of the people that I graduated with um just like realizing like wow like our professors like really didn't do a great job at setting us up for the job market after graduation not to say that it's their responsibility but like a lot of us definitely yeah what yeah like a lot of us definitely felt shafted by the time we like walked on graduation and like Mm -hmm. a year or two later we're all like wait what (laughs) so. <laughs> well, yeah. you know what? Let me so. let me just say this real quick, though. Um, and uh, Dude, you know they changed. You know they changed the biomed major. They changed. They changed it. They changed the name to life science illustration. Oh, really? So, oh. Because yeah, and they changed the whole name because they couldn't like. I don't know the details. No, I'm not gonna like get all into it. But like, I don't think Gossip. they could keep up with the accreditation. To like be a legit biomedical illustration major, so they had to like change the name oh, to wow. like make it more fitting. Yeah, interesting. Well, that's that's Very more on the marketing side of things than huh? Well, not just marketing. Yeah, but the the technical side of things. But you know what? You know, let me say this though, and I mean, this is just an opinion, uh, maybe a word of advice. Yeah, you don't have to take it, but you know, like right. I I was I I heard you say that people say to you like, oh, you have a very illust- illustrative style. Why wouldn't you, why wouldn't you go into painting or why wouldn't you go into illustration? And here's what I would say to you: um, I know that you've been uh, working at trying to get into the biomedical field, and people are saying right. well, you might need a master's or whatnot. But uh, I would say, dude, embrace embrace your illustrative style. In fact, I would even say, and again, this is just my opinion. You don't have to agree with it, but yeah. I'd say. Go ahead first into the illustration because look, 
I've seen your work. It is phenomenal for one. And two, yeah, I, I agree too. Like, yeah, I, I, you're, you're, you're one of my favorite like drawing pages that I follow on Instagram, right? Absolutely. Now. Yeah. You, you've got good, you've got really good stuff, man. You've got great like, stuff. You've got your very personal yeah. touch to it. And I would even say like, biomedical was what you studied, but it doesn't have to be the end all, you know, be all kind of thing. I would say. Right. And I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've been more comfortable with that reality too. I mean, that's why. I mean, dude, it's like I, I just. I'm just kind of exploring stuff, man. I mean, I have a That's job it. working for BMW right now. Like, it's pretty cool. Like, I'm not going to lie. Dude, sketch um, a car. It's not like work. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. Dude, seriously. You'll learn so much by sketching something you don't even know how to set up. Because you're like, I don't right. know how to do this. I'll just do, excuse me, sorry. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, just, yeah, just yeah, experiment. That's what I mean when I say experimentation. Do something you wouldn't normally do. But yeah, anyway, continue. Right. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. But yeah, no, I guess I was just saying that that I have been like a lot more open to just kind of exploring things and creating things because I've gotten to the point where like even with the release of the podcast, my Mind Rise podcast, I'm like I have to always have my hands in something and creating something, and like I, I just ordered like a like a painter's palette and a few palette knives. Like, dude, oh, I'm, yeah. I'm doing painting. I'm doing painting. I'm doing digital painting, man. Like, I never even thought I'd create something abstract and like. Honestly, when I first finished it, I was like, "What in God's name is this abomination?" Oh God! Yeah. <laughs> but I, but I was like, I, I'm getting a lot more like adaptable and like able to see things differently, and like it just feels better that I'm not like through in the confines of school. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Absolutely. In fact, you know what? I I said this to you the other day, and I, somebody said this to me. I can't remember if it was somebody who said this to me or if it was an artist who said this to the world. But he said, or she said, or whatever. What they said was, um, sometimes you're not done with the the piece or the painting. You know, you're not done with the painting, but the painting is done with you. Right. Mm. Okay. All right. So sometimes you're not done with the song. (laughs) The song is done with you. You've done everything you can, and it doesn't want you around anymore. So leave it be. I I agree with that because that 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 kind of to me at least that goes off of what I was saying about you know you have to sometimes release yeah. not so qual- high quality things in order to get to the next area. And I think, I think I, I totally think that's true. It's like a, it's almost like a very like kind of, to me, it's almost like a spiritual thing because you really have to, I, I, I think, I think that good artists to a certain extent have some sort of spiritual connection Definitely. with what they're creating. I mean, I I know it might sound sort of cliche, but like I mean I know for a fact I've, I have a I have some sort of spiritual thing with my guitar, and that's like that's that's my pencil, that's my that's what I used to sketch with. It's like a um it, it, like there are some days where she'll work for me just fine and do everything that I need her to. Yeah. And there's other days where she just she'll be she'll be a <laughs> she's here she's hearing it oh she's hey, be nice it to right her. now. She's hearing it right now, but uh, uh, I don't know. She knows I love her, but you know, it's it it it's 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 a it's when you have. But my point being is, when you have that spirit spiritual connection, um, you it's it's like a uh, uh, it's like instinct. You just know. You know at that point when you've reached when you're reaching the end, and you're like, all right, I've done all I can do. I've got to you know, I've got to, to step off. Yeah. But I, but you, you, you only know that if you're able to kind of 
feel the vibes or the, or, the, or the spirituality of what it is that you're creating, which is basically what we ended up, which is basically what we ended up doing with that album that was released. It's, you know, I, it, I, there can still be more done with it, but the issue is the issue comes in uh, where it's like, you know, uh, the, I, I think, I think those songs are kind of done with us yeah, for, to a certain extent. And it's time to move on and make something better. Um, because the only place you can go is up. That's, I think the good thing about making work that's not necessarily at the quality that you want it to is the only other direction you can go unless you quit is up, you yeah, know? Absolutely. Yeah. For I definitely had to embody that a lot. I know, um, at least for me lately, I, I've had to like intentionally like unfollow some people like on social media and like really mm. cater my following just because like, and some people, some artists that I follow, like I didn't even have you know any particular problem with. I was just like, for my own like mental health or for my own creative sake, like, they they were just like outputting so much stuff and so good like i had to like give myself a breather it's like okay like you know they're human too like you're human too like just because you're not excelling at the rate that they are doesn't discount any of your work absolutely yeah so i i I think i think one of the key things is like at least that's also helped my creative process is like surrounding yourself with like other artists that like really appreciate you for who you are and like the skill set that you have and aren't and aren't looking at and aren't looking at you like some sort of art vending machine like oh like mm. they didn't post like they didn't post today like they must be having art block or they suck or something like yeah it's a uh, exactly <laughs> content creation is one thing and then there's you know you can't rush art you can't mass yeah. produce art yeah either. like well that being said I mean there there are so many days where. I, where I, I, well, I, cause I, you know, I, I, f- I feel like, like most artists, you, you know, you put pressure on yourself. Like I've got to do something today, but yeah. it's like, but there are times though, where it's sometimes just not going to be your day to create mm-hmm. and you'll be sitting there for hours just doing either this for, well, for me, you know, I, there, there'll be times where I'm literally playing, I, I'm, I'm trying to record, you know, a, a guitar solo for instance, for, you know, over and over and over again until I can get it just to where I need it to. But, you know, you, there are there will be times where it's just like you just don't get good takes or good. You just don't get good results. And there is there's a certain point where you have to take a step back and literally be like, OK, today is not going to be the day that I am going to finish something. But that's OK, because there's always tomorrow. Like, because, because, I mean, you'll, you'll essentially, if you just keep going and keep going, you're going to burn yourself out. And, and the final thing that you end up choosing to be the quality take or the quality, you know, result isn't actually going to be as big of a quality as, or as high of a quality as you'll think it is, because you'll have been stressed, tired, pulling your hair out and, and everything. And, and, and I mean, there are times where, I'll have I'll be recording something like late at night and I'm kind of at my edge and I finally get a take that's usable or or I get a result that's usable and then I and then I go to sleep and the next morning I look at it and I just listen listen to it back and I'm like oh my god what the hell was I thinking like you <laughs> yeah. know and 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 at that point you almost wish like you know what maybe I it, it probably would have been wiser if I had just taken a break like an hour or two 
earlier because I wasn't going to get the take anyway that day. You know, I wasn't in the right frame of mind. I wasn't in the right vibe or anything. Um, and then, you know, I'll come back the next day and I'll try it and I'll get it on the, I'll get it on the first, second or third take. And it's like, Hey, I should have just done this to begin with. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's, and I think that's a good point to make, uh, is to take a hiatus or not. Well, hiatus is an extended time off. Sometimes it's good to yeah. walk away and, and sometimes it's actually good to just take a break. I mean, you're, it doesn't yeah. matter if you're a creative individual or uh, something, something else. Like you may be an engineer, but you can't engineer 24 seven, seven days a week, 365 days a year. You need vacation. You got to take creative yeah. hiatuses as well. Like you got to go take a break from your work. If it, you know, if, if it's your profession, if it's your job, you got to take time off, go on a vacation, go find some, you know, some place to go that inspires you again. You got to go, you got to go, you know, build up your bank of inspiration again. Coke and right. hookers. <laughs> yeah. That's my thing. <laughs> Coke and hookers. Yeah, I know for for me, like, I have, like, two days off during the week, and sometimes I get, like, so caught up in my own head of, like, trying to finish everything and be so productive that, like, I put so much pressure on those two days, like, okay, like, these are the days that I'm going to dedicate to art and finish everything, and sometimes when it doesn't go according to plan, I get, like, frustrated, you know, yeah. because yeah. I'm working all the other days, and I'm like, crap. But just like, like this is my time to shine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah when when you can, it's frustrating. I hear you. I've been there. Yeah. I've totally I, I have too. I mean, I uh, uh, when I I'm at my old job. I was I was I, I had taken a job at a uh, at a uh, market over in my area, over in my town. Um, you selling drugs? Not anymore. No, <laughs> uh, no, no. no. There, there. It, 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 it was it was a really really great place to work. Um, they they were awesome to me. They were very very kind. But um, there were uh, kind of, and this kind of goes back to what you guys were saying about you know oh I need a job to kind of help fund myself or fund my artistic uh, uh, activities and 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 just me as an artist in general. Um, and I and I I had, I had, I had gotten I had gotten that job. I had to quit it because of uh covid and health stuff and you know because but uh, um where was i going up with that something about uh oh yeah no but there, there but and ian also kind of mentioned that talked about this uh earlier where you know you'll be working uh, however long of a day and you get home and you're just exhausted like you can't you can't even you, you don't like you want to create but you just can't because you're just like I am so burnt out. Yeah. And and then like you were just saying, like, like Ian was just saying where you've got those, you know, two days of, <laughs> uh, uh, of, of just of like free time where you're like, all right, now I can create. And then the pressure is on and you're just like, Oh, you know, I, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this. And then they just end up. It, it, I understand what you're saying. It, 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 it does get very, it can easily get very, very disappointing. For sure. Really, really well, well, yeah. well yeah. yeah, especially especially what's I've really had to be like on on myself and my wife has been God, it's so weird saying my wife. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the yeah. adult world, brother. <laughs> yeah, she's been she's been like really on my case not to get so like upset at myself with like all these yeah. people that at that we see online that that like honest to God they like they look like they they either must not have a job like either arts their full time job or they're just not sleeping because sometimes like the content generation that I see I'm like what in the actual hell 
it's sponsorships man try like try like (laughs) coming out of work one day and knowing like so imagine you're working one day and then you know the next day you're off yeah like come out of work i know you're probably going to be exhausted but sit down and just start and then go through the night and see what happens you might actually during the night you might actually create something where you wake up in the next you know when you wake up in the morning again you do it you you sleep and you wake up in the morning you look at and you go like holy shit i did that (laughs) right because you then created out and then this kind of goes back to my point about the sketches you do at 3 a.m because you stop thinking about what you do and you just sort of feel your your activity your you feel your motions right not your not your bowel movements but (laughs) not those motions but yeah you kind of feel it and you do it and then you put it away you go to sleep you wake up and you look at it and go yeah hell yeah that's that's totally me i just did that try it because then the next day you got nothing to lose you you work through the night and it's your day off right. you don't have to go to work and you don't have to fall asleep at your desk and disappoint anybody so try it right i'll take i'll keep that in mind i might i'll give it a shot <laughs> do it yeah yeah and in fact i i'm gonna have to well so going back to your point earlier uh waking up early because you know you have response we all have responsibilities now and i, I i'm not gonna not gonna lie waking up early is so uh I don't know what the word is, but it's, it's, it, it's invigorating. Like you, um, there's that, the, the morning time, you know, I, some, I was waking up at three thirty for a little while. So I'd wake up at three thirty, have a breakfast. And then from like four, four, four thirty onwards to like seven, seven thirty, I get that three hours of just complete silence and stillness. Yeah. And that was probably the most interesting time to create. Or even give, the, or I sometimes would just use that time to myself, do whatever I wanted. If I wanted to go on social media and just catch up on stuff, or look at news, or whatever, like that would be my time. And then I'd start at seven thirty. Oh, I know, I know. Yeah. <laughs> um, but well, I mean, I, 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 I totally agree that 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 time from like three in the morning till whenever it's a it's a very it's a special time. But uh, uh, uh I, I, I will say that it is a magical t- that that that. There, there is a magical time about working at like well for me it's like from midnight on I come up with some of my my like proudest ideas like around that 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 area of twelve to three and I and and I did and I, I work really well um, at those times I, I don't know what it is but um, but it's like I kind of have to force myself not to do that only because I know my schedule is at some point going to have to change where I'm going to have to wake up at a very i'm gonna have to wake up at an early enough hour so i can you know do work or or whatever and i don't want to like screw myself over too badly but i mean i mean hey if the if the time ever presents itself i'll be i'll be going to bed at like 6 6 a.m and waking up at 12 just to like you know because i mean that that works best for me honestly honestly if yeah if we can continue to work from home and yeah like if i was at that place in my life where I could work from home and I didn't have to go to another job to support myself, if art became my oh, yeah. full-time thing, I'd totally work more at night and take a take a nap in the morning, like three, four hours, five hours, however much I need to sort of wake up and then be functional again, you know? Get a sponsorship. I mean, I know that's right. like... Like, well, Ian, like what you were saying about like how, how you see these people on Instagram who just it doesn't seem it just seems like they don't have a job like a they are they are either really, really great at faking it or it's or it, the fact that the fact is, is that they've just 
they've got a sponsorship and those sponsorships those sponsorships will go a long effing way oh that's yeah. a good like, point it's like i mean at this point what, I, what i've started doing is when when covid COVID was like starting and the and the pan COVID when, when <laughs> the pandemic was starting and everything like that. I took all the extra time to start, um, to start focusing on my social media presence. Just because I mean I I don't know I don't know if or when I'd ever get a, like a sponsorship, but just to kind of play with that idea of 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 funk of of you know setting myself up so I could do that in the future. Because I think that's really the biggest, I mean, that, that should be your, or I think that that's an important goal for an artist to have is to look for some way where you're, where you have that income coming in. Almost like a patronage. You can essentially, what's up? Almost like a patronage, like a patron or patron. Somebody like, oh, patron. Yeah. Like, like a a passive, yeah, it's like a passive income from your artwork. Thanks again, guys, for for jumping on and sharing your points of view. I'd like to do this again and have you guys on and talk about other stuff. I oh, again, I've too. done, yeah, I've done so. I I must have done like like twenty solo episodes just because mm-hmm. like I couldn't get in contact with people that want to be on or just because of coronavirus. So yeah, I mean, it's definitely it makes it more interesting and entertaining when you have other people on because before I would just have to prepare these like scripts and google docs myself and it was a lot more structured that way it's a lot harder to be organic when you're just doing a solo podcast like just talking to yourself so oh yeah um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I can understand that yeah but anyways um check check andrew and Mazer out on spotify they recently released their first podcast episode um called bromo sapiens right is that it yes you got it right yep bromo sapiens um it's a very entertaining episode. I listened to it today, guys, so I recommend um, for those of you that are listening to this podcast to check them out. Um, they also um, have Instagrams, which I'll be uh, dropping their Instagram names in the bio for this podcast. So if you're interested in following them and following what Andrew's doing with Screaming Eagles and what Mazer's doing with his industrial design work, um, you will be able to locate them on the gram. Um other than that, thanks for tuning in, guys. Um, it's been a very awesome and eventful episode. And, yeah. Uh, yeah, thank you for having yeah, us. I'm honored to, to have you guys on. Thank you. It was an honor. Yeah. It was an honor for us to even be. I'm I I I'm so thankful to have been a part of this. This was awesome. Yeah, this was great. I loved it. I'm glad we should do it again. Sweet. Thank you, everyone, who tuned in to today's episode of the Mind Rise Podcast. It was definitely an amazing journey today with my two awesome friends from college. The longest episode to date on the Mind Rise podcast. And I'm thrilled to have had the honor of recording with these two dudes. And I hope to record with them in the future. Um, again, you guys know where to follow me on Instagram at PhiloArts. And I, I will be dropping their Instagram handles in the bio. Have a great day and thank you for watching. <laughs>